One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, Patrick. Nice cock. They want to see me do my dance in these thousand dollar pants. Don't just spend me and my mans. Baby, whole lot chops on your ass. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. This is actually kind of a mobile edition of the show. And my God, what the hell has not rained in quite some time. Well, at least a couple of days. I mean, that's quite some time in Florida. But I'm on the 417 heading uh, where I'm. Yeah, I'm heading south. You can probably hear the rain on the windshield. Hold on. I got to. Gotta stop because there is a cop and we gotta be hands free, people. So I gotta be careful. So as soon as he's by me, well, he's city of Orlando. I mean, he could still pull me over if he wanted to. So yeah, no, I gotta be careful with this whole hands free thing while I'm recording driving over to Tampa. Now, this happens to me all the goddamn time. No matter how much I pee or how little I drink before I leave the house. I always, by the time I get on the 417, I have to piss so bad. And then I got to hold it, which makes the trip even longer. Now, I mean, I could stop, but I usually try to wait until I get to that first rest, well, the only rest area. There there used to be some other rest areas on I-4, but I think they got rid of most of them. But how many there's there might only be two rest stops on the whole length of i4 now that i think about it i think there used to be four there used to be this really run down one on i4 right before you got to 92 in daytona but i think they they shut that one down and then there was another one somewhere in orlando i forget because the other one that i know of is right there at uh 434 right there in longwood but the one I'm talking about is the one right before Auburndale on your way to Tampa. So now I got to wait. I have to wait until I get all the way there, which makes the drive that much longer because you're just thinking about that peep. Matter of fact, right now, while I'm doing this show, all I can think of is the head of my penis. And I, I don't know why I think of the head of my penis. I should be thinking about my bladder, but, you know, that's where the urine comes out of. And that's why I can't stop thinking about it. If you would like to check out my website, find me online. You can easily do that by going to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. So, oh, I'm going by Narcusi. Every time I go to Tampa, because I used to make this trip every weekend. Every time I go by Narcusi, I think of my good friend, Lennon Murphy. Uh, She's a musician. I booked her on the Monsters 
a long time ago. Hell, I was just getting into the business. Well, not just getting into the business. I had only been with the Monsters maybe a year or two. That had already been working with Ron and Fez two years previously before that. But I ended up booking her on the show. We became pretty good friends. And we, matter of fact, I, I, I've told you guys this before. Every Thanksgiving, I go to her house, have Thanksgiving dinner over there. I, I have Thanksgiving with my family as well. But then I come over on Christmas. So I got, during the holidays, those are the two holidays. And I wish I could see her more. I, I really do. Uh, she's really fun to be around. We used to go to the movies all the time. Um, but she's just a really, really cool chick. So I digress. Uh, one of the things I wanted to get into, and I, I read this story. I've been getting into a lot of science. I've been trying to learn a lot more. And I, I'm a firm believer in evolution. Now, do I believe that, you know, some higher power snapped his fingers and created everything that we have today? No. There's a couple of things. There, there's either a higher power that created stuff or aliens. We very well could be a science experiment or a science project that some alien snotty-nosed kid is getting ready to take to the middle school science fair. And that's all we are. We could have been seeded by extraterrestrials here on Earth. But, you know, before that, see, that's the thing we're never, ever going to be able to figure out. That's why I'm kind of with Neil deGrasse Tyson that believes in uh, multiverse that we are just another alternative reality or alternate reality uh, from another world. And I could see that because, I mean, think about this, people. You can't get you can't get something out of nothing. So, okay, this is what we've all been talking about. Okay, so God. God, let's say, by chance, he started the Big Bang. Now, what became what came before God? Because there's got to be a beginning or an end. And I've talked about this before. What came first, chicken or the egg? Well, that's easy. The egg came first because whatever laid that egg evolved into the chicken. But there has to be... It just, it just It's kind of hard. I think us as humans have a hard time wrapping our mind around how things really, really are. And I don't think we ever will. Hell, we don't even know what dark matter is right now. But what I'm trying to say is you just can't get something out of nothing. So what created the aliens? If we're some science fair project, what created that alien? It's just an endless loop of effing you right in the ass every single day. Because once you get one thing figured out, what came before that? But one of the things, the reason I'm talking about that in evolution. I read an article where... They're saying after the 1800s, people, a small percentage, started being born with an extra artery in their forearm. Because when you're a baby, you have this one main artery. And then when you get older, it goes away and it it turns into like two arteries. But what's happening now is we're still getting those two arteries, but we're still keeping that main artery. What when we were a baby. Now, I have my theories on it, but what good would an extra artery in your forearm be good for? Also, why did it form? 
because things just don't happen by chance when it comes to evolution. They have to happen for a reason. And I have a very good hypothesis. I would say around the... I mean, listen. I'm sure the cavemen or cavemen masturbated. But come around the 1800s, that's when we started getting burlesque shows. That's when we started getting hookers. Whatever you want to call it. Sex workers. And they said that it, 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 it increased. More percentage of people were getting that forearm. But until like the late... 1900s they've seen a big acceleration of people getting that extra artery in their form and right there it clicked the light bulb went on pornography guys masturbating chicks masturbating using the old hitachi but i don't know how that would help out with the forearm but guys masturbating so much is giving us that extra artery because some of us your your arm gets a little tired your forearms get cramped when you're going on a big jack jack session so why not i think we have evolved because we are all a bunch of horny ass people i don't know if it's the hormones the processed foods whatever it may be we've just become way more horny Now, with all these psychotropic meds that the doctors are pitting everybody on, hell, you know what? That might stop this whole evolution of this extra artery in your forearm. And you know what? I'll fight tooth or nail. I will fight Neil deGrasse Tyson, any other scientists that want to come at me. This extra artery in our forearm is nothing but a result of masturbation. And if you see with the invention of internet pornography... They said the evolution has sped up exponentially. So, thank you. I only got two years of community college, and I just did some of the greatest minds in the world's work. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd? I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality? Professionally? I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. All right, welcome back, guys. Yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about this. A lot of people don't know this about Florida, right? It's it's funny because I got a lot of people. Most of the people that listen to me live in Florida, but all of those outside people, I mean, just less than 10 days ago, the high was like 70. And yesterday, yesterday was like 91 degrees with 100% humidity. And the other thing that I was looking at, goddamn, as many hurricanes that the United States has been hit with this year, how the hell does Florida not take a direct hit 
I, I know that Pensacola area and them, they got some winds from one of those storms. But what I mean by is that an eye wall has not hit the state of Florida. Now, here in Florida, it's a, it's a little bit of a different breed. And I love seeing this all the time. You know, we get a lot of snowbirds, a lot of people from up north come down here to retire or spend the winters here. And it's just funny. You know, a hurricane comes around. Now, if, if a Category 5 was going to hit somewhere around me, yeah, I would be worried. But if it's, if it's a Category 3 or less, Floridians just look at it like, eh, it's going to be an inconvenience for a couple of days. Then we might have to go five days, maybe to a week with no power. But it's something that we're accustomed to. Uh, the bugs, the bugs here. Uh, Heather Wiz, a big bub army person, just moved down here. And she's always posting videos of the, the lizards crawling around her windowsill on the outside. Now... I don't, I'm sure she has seen lizards before, but not a lot of people are accustomed to that. Those lizards are all over the place. And don't even get me started on the bugs, noceums. Not a lot of people outside of the state of Florida know what a noceum is. And noceum is what we call them down here, but it's just basically sand and mosquitoes. Now, I know they get mosquitoes up north, but not as bad as they do here. And, and you know what? I would be a bad Floridian by not mentioning the love bugs. It seems like we're almost getting two seasons a year when it comes to the love bugs here. Uh, I don't know the exact dates of them. It's just you've been, become accustomed to them. You start seeing them on the front grill of your cars. And you're like, oh, it's love bug season again. And please don't believe that urban legend. Because I, I believed it for a while. But it was always said that they, they genetically engineered the love bugs at the University of Florida in Gainesville to kill the mosquitoes. No, that's, that's the furthest thing from the case. But, I mean, I did believe it for the longest time. Now, something else, a lot of the people, the snowbirds that come down here are people that are not Florida crackers and natives to the state of Florida are alligators. Alligators are just a common nuisance to us. We don't even really get freaked out by them. I, I, most of the people that live in Florida will feed an alligator and get within at least a couple of feet of them, not realizing that if that gator wanted to, could just easily take a hack at you and drag you right into the water. But these people that are not natives, oh, they freak the F out about it. Now, if you get even further south, you get into the Iguana Territory. Now, that's the thing about it. it. It's weird. The further, further south you get, a lot of people here in the state of Florida, you know, they, they automatically get pigeonholed as hillbillies or rednecks. But the further south you get, the less redneck you are, in my opinion, from everything that I've experienced. But yeah, you go down there. The iguanas are all over the place. And from what I hear, people are actually eating these goddamn things. And if it gets under 60 degrees, the things start falling out of the trees. And don't even get me started. Everybody talks about, oh, if a bad story comes up. And, you know, for granted, there are a lot of bad stories that happen here in the state of Florida. But for the most part, 
most of the people that live here were not even born here. So we get a bad rap because it's all the northern people that come down here. Billy Corbin. We follow each other on Twitter. One of my favorite guests that's ever been in the studio. He is just good when you bring him on the air because he can discuss any single topic. But he has this phrase that he always says, Florida is a sunny place for shady people to hide. And it just seems like, like, look at all the serial killers that have been all over the United States. Now, there are a couple of native Floridian serial killers, but a lot of them come from other parts of the country to come down here and hide out. So basically what I'm trying to say the reason Florida gets a bad rap. Yeah, I one of the biggest jokes that was going around for, and, and I got tired of it, everybody was making fun of Florida during the 2000 election. They were like, oh my God, what type of white trash is down there that they can't even figure out how to vote correctly with all the hanging chads and votes that were left on the side of the street. We were the laughing stock of the United States of America for a couple of years because I was like, oh, man, the reason why George W. Bush is in power right now is because of the Florida crackers down there. Yeah. So basically what I'm trying to say is that don't put everything on. There's a big, big difference between the Florida natives and the Florida transplants. And the Florida transplants are the ones that do the dumbest stuff. That's why it's so dangerous here in the state of Florida as a pedestrian. Or if you're a motorcyclist, whatever, more people are killed walking down the road or riding their bicycles, jogging by by tourists that are here. And that's the other thing. Orlando is just a, a whole different story. Everybody wants to wonder why the traffic is so bad in Orlando because there's so many people that have never been here before that are good just driving around. There's not a lot of sights to see. I mean, we don't have a lot of culture. I mean, there are there is some culture in Orlando, but for the most part, it's a tourist sunburned trying to look around. Oh man, look at that. Let's go to a Shoney's. You know, I, from what I hear, a lot of people in the UK, I know I got some people, but Shoney's, Shoney's, the Shoney's buffet, whatever it is. I haven't been there in a while. My preferable buffet was Dove's, Dove's Buffet. If any of you guys are out there listening, you guys remember the Dove's Buffet, if you could leave me a voicemail or email me, tuttle at gmail.com, or you can leave me a voicemail. You can easily do that by, hold on, I got to get it. I should be able to remember this off the top of my head. You can give me a call, 407-270-3044. That's 407-270-3044. I'm just praying, praying to God. See, for the most part, Florida's going to be a red state. So I do not think it's going to be as close as it was in the 2000 election between Gore and Bush. But that's the last thing. We don't need that on our plate. We don't need that on our account, messing up another election, especially one as big as this. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by... 
StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, welcome back, guys. Uh, make sure you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure you subscribe and hit that bell button so you don't miss anything. Whenever I upload something new, you'll be alerted when you hit that bell button. Anytime I go live, uh, you'll be alerted. It's very important. You got to make sure you hit that bell button. But if you don't want to do that, you don't want to get the alerts, just make sure you subscribe. I really appreciate it. I got some great stuff up there. I did about three interviews this week, thanks to my producer, Vulture. I'm trying to do at least two shows a day. I would like to do a regular show, then an interview segment about 30 minutes long for you on a daily basis. But like yesterday, I didn't have an interview, so I did two shows. But there's a lot of great content up there right now on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Now, I talked about this earlier in the week, and it's about the Fleetwood Mac song, Dreams, being a smash hit now. The damn thing was recorded in 1977. Now, I've been seeing this a lot. That Maxine Nightingale song, uh, Where We Started From, Get Back Where We Started From, uh, shot up the charts. Didn't make number one, but goddamn, Fleetwood Mac's Dreams is now number one thanks to a TikToker by the name of Nathan Apicata, aka 420 Dogface 208, as he drinks from a bottle of cran raspberry juice while skateboarding. So it's crazy how some of this stuff on TikTok will go viral. And I don't understand why this one did. I, mean, I will admit, it was a pretty cool video. It was very, very chill. The dude looked cool. Everybody was wondering why he was drinking the cranberry uh, ocean spray. Uh, my theory on that was he was going to take a drug test. From everything that I've heard from a lot of my stoner friends, well, I don't even know my stoner friends. I'm kind of one of them right now. But I think he was going to take a drug test. And they say cranberry juice is a good way to flush out your system or kind of beat the test. Because this dude definitely looks like he smokes the flower for sure. Now, this dude, he's already gotten a brand new truck from Cranberry. Now, I'm trying to figure out, do you think this guy did it on his own? Do you think, oh, I'm going to drink. Cranberry ocean spray uh, juice. And do you think that Cranberry was like, hey, this guy's an actor. Let's pay him to do a little product placement. Or did he do it on his own? See, I call everything into question. And yes, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. I, I never have been. I don't think I ever will be. Now, there are some of them. And if, if you give me some great points, that I can't deny, yeah, I'll, I'm all in on it. But some of these conspiracy theories are way out there, but that's why I also question everything. Everybody is trying to get famous on social media, 
they're of course they're gonna jump at a chance product placement but they bought this guy a brand new pickup truck and good for him but it does not need to end there because let's be honest i don't even know who the other dude is everybody knows who stevie nicks is but they sold over 72,000 copies last week and about the same so far this week via streaming for the year of 2020, Dreams has sold almost $1.1 million uh, of copies of the track. Stevie Nicks wrote, and she's co uh, collecting mucho royalties right now. Now, yes, the guy already got a truck, but man, I swear to God, Fleetwood Mac needs to slice this guy off some cheddar some lettuce whatever you call cash at this point because nobody was downloading that song i mean somebody was but not to the tune of 1.1 million downloads and even at a dollar a piece which i know because i remember the good old days when itunes came out it was only 99 cents to download a song but they even went up i think the highest is like a dollar 70 right now so yes that is a good chunk of change that Fleetwood Mac would have never gotten if it wasn't for this Dogface, uh, the 420 Dogface 208. I mean, he seems like a pretty cool guy, but I can see his stick getting old after a while. He is the new, like, hot thing, but he's going to be a flash in the pan because I could see his whole routine getting old quickly. And it's going to happen. These viral video people, they only get about 10 minutes of fame, 15 minutes of fame, whatever you, whatever it is. I think it's even shorter now. I think it originally was 15 minutes of fame. Now it's probably only 10 minutes of fame. And this guy, like, I'll give you an example. Do you remember the golden voice guy, the homeless guy that was begging for change? And the guy stopped and videotaped him. I still think that was kind of all set up as well, too. But that guy, I think he's still homeless. I think he has lost every single bit of money he had. I think he got a big payday from Kraft Macaroni and Cheese for being the voiceover guy for one of their commercials. And that guy turned out to be a deadbeat dad, I think. He did some drugs in the past. And I'm not judging the hell. I did massive quantities of drugs. So I'm, I'm not going to judge because I've been there. I've, I've never been homeless. Well, technically, I kind of am homeless. I, I don't own a home. I don't rent. Taking care of my parents right now, I'm kind of like a hobo. That's, that's one of the reasons why I called it the hobo fish camp where I live. All I'm saying is, is that this guy needs to get broken off some money because there's no way Fleetwood Mac would be selling that type of inventory if it wasn't for this random dude skateboarding, not even skateboarding, it was longboarding right down the middle of the street while drinking ocean spray cranberry juice. All right, before I wrap up the show, I wanted to talk about this next news story. And a lot of people ask me, why are you so anti-religion? It's not that I'm anti-religion. I'm anti-organized religion, especially the mother effing Catholic Church. They might be the biggest scumbags in the world. They got more money than practically any of these big multi-billion dollar companies. This church has its own goddamn currency. 
and they're they're not hurting for money, but for some reason, they had their hands out to the United States government during the bailout, the stimulus package deal that came out because of the coronavirus. But it's also about how they protect the pedophiles. And when I read you this story, this will just show you how backwards the Catholic Church is. This happened in New Orleans. Priests recorded having group sex on on the altar of Pearl River Church. Police say three were arrested. Now, I hate when they go into these stories. The lights inside St. Peter and Paul's Roman Catholic Church in Pearl River were on later than usual on September 30th. So a passerby stopped to take a closer look. See, this this kind of seems like it was a whole role-playing thing, like this person was acting like they were driving by just to catch him, maybe like a peeping Tom-type fetish. Peering inside, the onlooker saw the small parish pastor half-naked having sex with two women who were of age, adults, two consenting women. Actually, all three people were consenting adults on the altar. According to court documents, the women were dressed in corsets and high-heeled boots. There were sex toys and stage lighting and a mobile phone as well as a separate camera were mounted on tripods recording it all. The eyewitness took a video and called the Pearl River Police. God, this person was being a big cock blocker who arrived at the church and viewed the recording. Officers then arrested Reverend Travis Clark, pastor of St. Peter's, and Paul since 2019 on obscenity charges. But why? how is that obscenity charges? They were inside a closed room. They weren't out in the public. This I don't have a problem with what they did, but I'm about to read you the hypocrisy of the Catholic Church. The Archdiocese of New Orleans announced a priest's arrest October 1st, but would not give specifics about why he was arrested, nor would the police. New details, however, have emerged in the court filings that paint a lurid picture of priests recording themselves engaged in sexual role play while desecrating a sacred place within the church. So now you're going to worry about, see, when, when, it, when it affects you guys, you have a problem with it. Public records additionally show that one of the women, Mindy Dixon, 41, is an adult film actor who also works for hire as a dominatrix. Have no problem with that. On a social media account associated with Dixon, a September 29th post said she was on her way to the New Orleans area to meet another dominatrix and defile a house of God. Still have no problem with this. But what I have a problem with The arrest marks the latest scandal to befall the Archdiocese of New Orleans after a different North Shore priest, Pat Waddingly, reportedly disclosed on October 1st to Archbishop Gregory Amon, same guy. Amon removed Waddingly from public ministry last week and added him to the Archdiocese's list of clergy whom the church believes have been credibly accused of molestation. Clark, who was ordained in 2013, had recently been named chaplain of the Pope John Paul II School. So what I'm trying to say is, yes, you guys put him on a list. Is he going to do a day in jail? No, he's not. You guys are going to protect him. You guys are going to pay out some money. And let's be honest, the church most likely wouldn't have had a problem with this if it wouldn't have been videotaped or they would have been caught. They would have swept it right under the rug. But since they were called out, They're going to be like, oh, so this guy desecrated a holy place. You know what else is a holy place? 
a little kid's butthole. And you guys let priests desecrate it all the goddamn time and you do nothing about it. But when three consenting adults want to do a little role play and dominatrix play, you guys have a problem with it. It kind of seems like you guys have your priorities really, really backwards. And I know I'm probably going to get a lot of hate because I'm talking bad about the Catholic Church. But guess what? That's why I cannot support the new Chief Justice, Amy Cohen Barrett or whatever his name, her name is. Yes. She should be able to preach and, and, and practice whatever religion she wants to. But I do not want a practicing hardcore Catholic making decisions for me because it's already been shown that you guys have no morals when you're letting your priest just take advantage of our youth. I can't get behind that until you guys do something about it. I can't support anything you guys do. So I didn't mean to end the show on a rant. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Hope you're having a great weekend and I'll talk to you tomorrow. today thanks for listening to the Tuttle daily podcast hey don't be a dickhead do us a favor like share and subscribe to the show also check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com the Tuttle daily podcast is brought to you by the vapor shades hobo fish cam you want some cool ass sunglasses check out vaporshades.com also brought to you by stitchyouup.com pocketpairclub.com Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?